On this episode, we're going to talk about TikTok for business, the do's and the don'ts. With so many different platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cubco. Social media. Social media. Social media. Social media. Really sucks. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast, you guys. You are tuning in for a dose of marketing and get what's happening in the ever-changing social media landscape. So today with us, we have our head of TikTok, Malene Hull, and as always, our beloved Chris Carbonus and CEO. What's up? What's up, guys? Is it, Mal- how would you say your name in English? I actually usually, when I'm abroad, I say Molly, because Mo- that's just okay. easier. Molly. And that's what they write on Starbucks. Every time I say my name, they write Molly. Uh, Molly, and then last name, Hold? Hold. hold. So Molly Hold. Molly Hold. <laughs> hold on to Molly. <laughs> but that sounds like like a code word, like, hey, what's up? Have, uh, you, met, <laughs> have you met Molly Hold? Yes. Yeah. And today we're going to talk about TikTok for business, the do's and don'ts, and then advice for brands. So at the end of ep- the episode, you guys will get tips and advice on how to do content probably on TikTok that fits your brand. Nice. Isn't it exciting? Let's That's get super into exciting. it. So, Emeline, Molly, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself and how you landed on being this TikTok expert that we all love. Yes. Well, basically, it started when I was working at another agency before Chris. He <laughs> we don't mention that. And funded <laughs> me, um, and I was working with Instagram and Facebook on different brands, among others, Domino's Pizza, and they asked us, "Can we do TikTok?" And that was just around lockdown, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, let's try it out." Like it was really new in Denmark still, and mm-hmm. the first video we posted got like thousands of views and we got 5,000 followers the first day. Wow. So basically it went viral and blew up and I started sharing the results on LinkedIn and a lot of other brains came to Faxicondi, Soundbox, Red Bull. Red Bull became the biggest business profile in Denmark within three months as we got over 50K followers. And then Chris said, hey, you need to come over here. We need to start yeah. a TikTok team. That's right. Yeah. We were already actually doing TikTok. Uh, we were doing TikTok back when it was musically. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but it was here and there. It wasn't like a solid. Dedicated. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was just things here and there. And I just, you know, and then we got, we were working with Essence for the, like two years on it, the platform on TikTok. Yeah. Cosmetics like, brand. Yeah. And at that time we really saw that the landscape was shifting. Right, so even before it became the huge force that it is, TikTok, it was like, okay, this is where things are moving. Let's throw some gasoline on the fire. Yeah, and that's when you know I reached out and said, hey, we've had this. We actually had a head of TikTok roll up for a while, and there was some good. There were some good candidates, but I was like, it's not exactly what I want. So then I, of course, reached out to you and said, hey, you got to join us. And then, yeah, the rest is history. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a, a pleasure. I uh, really want to, <clears throat> sorry. I really want to ask you guys what's so unique about TikTok then? And uh, what does it have that other platforms don't? And then, Aline, maybe you can give it a go yeah. first. I think for me and also for a lot of other people, TikTok is very authentic. And I mean, 
with Instagram, we have seen the whole Instagram versus reality perspective, but still TikTok is way less polished and it's kind of like for everyone. And that's also due to the algorithm. I mean, everyone can go viral. You don't need to have a big following or be famous in the beginning. Everyone has the possibility to go viral if they create content that people like, basically. And that's why it's been blowing up so much, right? But I also think the type of content that people create, it's something that everyone can create in the convenience of their own home pretty easily. And people are very honest on TikTok. Um, so there's a lot of like topics people tap into where you're like, wow, did they also do that? Or maybe I'm not that abnormal as I thought I were. Um, yeah, it's very... So there's a lot of universal concepts going around, like relatable yeah. stuff um, that just works really well on TikTok. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I, I don't have much to add to that other than, yeah, I think one of the things that, that sort of has been hard on social media and that's what most people struggle with, with creating content for social is like, what do I create? Like, what would actually be interesting and what would be like, what can I have? What can I add here that isn't already added? And I think what TikTok essentially did was like give people a template for it and say, you could just do this trending sound or you could just use this music or use this filter or whatever it is. And, and it quickly became a creative tool that minimized the barrier to entry. Yeah. Right. Whereas with an Instagram or a face, like you have to kind of do something you have to provide like the thought and the interesting thing and whereas TikTok it sort of gave you all of these things to brainstorm on very quickly and sort of people could create content and then on top of that they just realized that okay we have to give people the reach and the opportunity to reach people because that's where you know from a psychological perspective that's what people want yeah. they want attention whereas other platforms today I mean you're limited by the algorithm significantly and you're limited by your number of friends or followers um, whereas TikTok you're not so it's it's quite it's filling that filling a lot of needs I think so yeah all right so guys tell us a little bit about the audience on TikTok then um, can you share some insights into who the audience are is there a change or has them has there been an evolution for instance yeah I think a lot of people who still doesn't know a lot about TikTok. They probably think it's 13 year old girls doing a little TikTok dance. Um, and they're still there, of course, but TikTok has been evolving quickly compared to what we see on other social media platforms. And basically millennials is the fastest growing segment right now. Like people are getting older quickly. <laughs> 18, sorry. They're aging Too quickly. quickly. <laughs> You just okay. see them like that scene from this Indiana Jones when <laughs> yeah. they drink from the Holy Grail. I mean, 18 to 24 is still the biggest target audience or on TikTok, but um, TikTok themselves actually don't really look that much into age groups. They call it Gen T, a generation of togetherness, because the people on oh, TikTok... I thought it was Generation TikTok, like Generation T. Same. Okay, same. Yeah. Thing. All right. Um, but basically, it's because they have... A lot of the same attributes and values and that kind of stuff so yeah even though you might create a TikTok, it can still be relevant for a 13 year old girl but also a 50 year old woman yeah that's true yeah. yeah it's very interesting how it's sort of really cross generational um 
I mean, obviously there's content that are is specific for a younger audience Yeah. that I sometimes see and I'm like, this is not, uh, this, I don't get this. <laughs> so this you should have seen that. This is clearly not something I uh, would understand. And then there's also stuff like clearly made for an older audience. And then there's stuff that today that's just made for Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Mm. <laughs> like, holy God, crap. Yeah. That has exploded on the on the yeah. platform. Everything is just Amber Heard and Johnny and that's Depp. That's the thing. It's also like a news platform, right, for yeah. a lot of the younger audience. Because that's also a little bit dangerous, I guess, because you kind of have, it's hard to filter, filter, you know, the correct sources and everything because Definitely. it's mostly people's own opinion and not well grounded in science or facts yeah but it is i think a lot of gen c they watch less and less yeah. tv but get a lot of their news from uh, platforms like tiktok um so it does have a big influence on also how they perceive the world i guess mm -hmm. right yeah it's got a big power yeah yeah that's why brands like have to be careful with it i think and also have to you know i think there's there's been a few things on the platform that were clearly satirical jokes about something that people have not understood the joke yeah. and mm. it's like is and i can't think of anything that comes to mind but i saw lots of stuff where it's like cap or no cap like there was a lot of stuff that was was no cap what's fake or factor cap i guess cap cap is, cap. Cap is when it's fake yeah yeah so there was a lot of stuff that was sort of cap, cap. sorry guys <laughs> uh hat there was a lot of stuff that was hat Oh, cap, I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So what differentiates a uh, TikTok audience from the, the other platforms? Is there a difference? I think, for me at least, it would be the community. Mm. There's an entire differently community on TikTok. And that's also the thing. When you create content for TikTok, you have to create it for the community. Um, of course, you have to do that on all platforms. But on TikTok... There will, as a brand, there will be some content you don't create, which is around the product you have or the service you have, but around what's happening on TikTok and what would the community like to see. So some of the content that we create is so tied up to an internal joke on TikTok that we cannot post that on Instagram or Facebook mm. because that's something the TikTok community can only understand. Yeah. And sometimes when these bigger trends is happening, and you jump on the massive brand that's again within the little TikTok community um an example was for example hashtag couch guy uh i don't know if you guys know it but that was back in fall 2021 there's a video of a girl who's surprising her boyfriend at college or something walking in the door and he's sitting in the couch with three other girls looking very sus like getting his phone from the other girl standing up and he doesn't look that happy to see her and everyone was just like he's cheating and blah 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 and then the yeah. hashtag couch guy just went viral and a lot of bigger brands started like doing the, the, the sequence or the yeah. scenario again for example Ryanair yeah. in the airplane did it yeah. and I still see people writing now when there's a video of like a couple they're like He's better than Couch Guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So it's yeah. kind of like those things yeah. and that kind of community on TikTok. Like Bones Day. Mm. Like yeah. There's so many things that are TikTok just specific. Yeah. Uh, and starting on TikTok, right? And then permeating out throughout the rest of the world. And yeah, it's quite interesting, I think. But I think you're right when you say the community of TikTok as well, because... 
from a technical platform specific sort of thing, like the way that it's constructed where you're able to see who else is doing that trending sound and even like a trending hashtag, like see the content that's around that. Mm. It's not like that on any other platforms. Like you can, of course, with Twitter, but it's not, um, you're not riffing off of any other thing other than maybe the retweets or the quote tweets. Like that is somewhat in the same sort of genre. But like with TikTok, I mean, like you're seeing all, right when you get into the, the sort of discovery page, there's all the th- the most popular videos when it comes to a topic yeah. or when it comes to a hashtag. Uh, and then when it comes to a sound that's trending, right? So, and then when you do find a sound that's interesting and you click on the sound icon, you can see all the different things that people have done. Yeah, but the whole thing with music is also that how we create content for TikTok is also quite different from how we create content to other platforms. Mm-hmm. I do see a lot of brains when they get started, they're like, oh, yeah, we have this video we're filming and then we throw in some music and then post it on TikTok and it doesn't really work. And that's the thing, because on TikTok, when we do ideation for TikTok, we're scrolling through the For You page. And mm-hmm. after just a few minutes, you've heard the same sound multiple yeah. times and then you know, OK, this is a trending sound. Mm. Yeah. How can we use that? So we create ideas based on sounds rather than yeah come up with ideas and then you're starting in, in the app the app is giving you the exactly the starting point yeah the usually yeah. like yeah oh, of course you some can brands that original are original content yeah there's some brands that are sort of outside of that yeah but i mean even even red bull like that you mentioned they're they're starting a lot of stuff outside of the app in yeah. some ways right but uh, i mean but that's the original content then. yeah yeah Let's uh, then touch base on what's we we are talking sort of about it now, but let's be specific about what are then the secrets to creating a good business TikTok. So from your experience and perspective, like uh, is it relevant for all brands to join TikTok or is it? I think so. I mean, like, honestly, I saw a hugely viral video from an orthodontist that was like this is a this is a small orthodontist in Texas where all they were doing was showing the different color patterns that people could get on their braces during Christmas time and it got like 5 million views or something like crazy like that and it's like because people were interested in oh I could get this color scheme or that color scheme like and you would think that where you know why does an orthodontist have anything to do on TikTok mm. or why would a lawyer or why would this or that mm. and and the truth is is that We're all hungry for, we all are hungry for obviously goods and services. We all buy whatever and have to do this or that. Um, And you will find your audience. I've seen, I've seen the pot makers and landscape artists. And like I said, lawyers before, like I've seen a ton of people, nutritionalists. um, So when it comes to a brand, I think there's very few that I would say don't belong there. Maybe if you're, um, you know, a cigarette company probably wouldn't do so well, but I think that, or an oil company, but even like the WHO, for example, mm. has done huge stuff on the platform yeah. and that's, that's telling, right? So I think it really just comes down to being creative and seeing the possibilities rather than seeing the limitations mm. and, uh, it's too young of an audience. We can't monetize on this. Like 
I feel like a lot of brains come up with the excuses on that it's too difficult rather than seeing the opportunities and yeah. how can we then be on TikTok. Yeah. And I mean, even the Empire State Building is on TikTok, right? And they just use a picture of their building and then put in a face and do stuff, right? So right. it's it's really about being creative and looking into, yeah. is that then creating an original concept that yeah. works for some brands or is it tabbing into these TikTok trends. Because yeah. if you see brands like Duolingo, who's huge on TikTok now, a lot of their content is not around the service or the app. No. A lot of their content is community-based. It's mm. around the our, the mascot. And now they have so many internal trends and jokes in their community that they're just... Yeah, they're their own little yeah. community. Their own little microcosm within mm, it. Yeah. Exactly. I think that the brands that shouldn't be, if you're not willing to be creative, if you're mm -hmm. not willing to maybe poke fun at yourself, if you're not willing to um, maybe let your guard down a bit and be a little bit more authentic, a little bit more playful yeah. with your brand, if you're not willing to do those things, I don't think you belong on TikTok. I think you will struggle. And I think... If you're not prepared to maybe listen to the younger voices within your mm. company or the younger voices within the agencies that you work with, I don't think that you should be there because you'll have a painful journey mm. uh, to actually be a success there. So I think those brands that are like willing to let their guard down, understand that this is a playground, understand that it is about testing and finding your voice and figuring it out and being creative and interesting mm. i mean it, it, those brands that don't want to do that i think that they should just maybe wait yeah. for something else yeah but i mean also we can take a little maybe there is something of a spectrum here as well because then maybe there's industries that can be more conservative than others could you guys what would you guys then tell these conservative brands it could be um let's say pharma or other kind of these uh, a little heavier institutions, industries where you can't just, you know, do everything. And there is certain limitations, right? Of because course. you have to be cautious. What would you advise these conservative industries? And I think with these type, if we say pharmaceutical, for example, an original concept here would be really great that you can test out that works. I've seen, um, some bigger personal creators do a lot of stuff about like the anatomy of the body, how different stuff works if you're bloated or mm -hmm. you have diarrhea, whatever it may be. But then they create the, like the visuals of the video is way more creative than just a person standing explaining when you have diarrhea, you mm -hmm. need to do this. So it's again, it's about becoming more creative. Um, it doesn't have to be, um, like unserious, humoristic, everything, but you can still find a way to explain it in a way that's more entertaining. Um, yeah. And I think that's about like finding a way where you still entertain people, but you can still keep your tone of voice and mm. the seriousness of the business. Yeah, yeah. I think you have to like, like you said, entertain people. I think that you cannot. The one area you can't make fun of people. You can't make fun of people with certain diseases. Um, I think what you, cause that people will just jump all over you, but I think you can be informative, do it in a way that is engaging and entertaining and not just like, we're going to talk about this medical term today yeah. and that medical term. Like you have to make it relatable to people. 
and and understand sort of that they are there to be informed, but also, like you said, be entertained and keep mm. it light and interesting. Yeah. And I think then having compliance has to come along for the ride a little bit. Like, and you have to understand that maybe specifically talking about a product, like most pharmaceutical brands don't really talk about specific products on social. They'll talk about disease areas or they'll talk about uh, CSR. Or they'll talk about sort of those things. I think that's where you have much more room to do mm different things so stick to those areas yeah yeah um <clears throat> let's get a little bit technical here so in which way can brands use tiktok to monetize and maximize their uh, roi ri i think tiktok is still a pretty young platform like a startup especially here in the nordics um where we're located um but there's like they're getting a lot of features all the time, uh, especially in the US, we do have a lot of the features already for that's relevant for businesses. But what we still tell brands is that it is a brand awareness platform. Um, and I think you shouldn't underestimate the big influence it does have on buying behavior. And I think the feta cheese effect is a good example of that, right? Mm. Um, when there was this finish girl who decided to do a pasta cherry tomatoes feta recipe on tiktok and basically it went viral worldwide and a lot of people started creating this dish and feta cheese sold out in finland. the entire country in finland yeah um and we've seen that with multiple products um that yeah. they've been selling out because of tiktok yeah and i guess it's not something you can measure directly always but you do see how big of an influence it has. Mm. Yeah, I think that, you know, I'm going to be a little bit controversial here. So it's a bit of a hot take. Uh, but we might have to edit this yeah. out. Uh, people don't normally like it when I do a hot take. But the thing is, is that brands will use the ROI discussion as a get out of jail free card when it comes to pushing them out of their comfort zone. So they'll be like, well, what ROI are we going to get from TikTok? And at that point, I go, well, what kind of ROI do you guys currently get from some of your marketing efforts that mm. we could benchmark against? Like, what is a good ROI for you? And if they say, well, we would like to get, you know, twice our money back. Okay, well, what channels today or what activities are you doing in your marketing today that is giving you that two times return on ad or return on investments? that's where the conversation stops mm. because they don't know. Yeah. Right. So it, I, I go to them, well, if you're placing this much emphasis on ROI for here, for a new thing, that's quite, you know, innovative. Why are you not placing that on something that you're currently already doing? Mm. Because that would be an easier place to either measure ROI or understar understand ROI, or at least like get ROI. And that, that kind of opens up the discussion like, mm. oh, yeah, you're right. We're actually not really measuring ROI anywhere mm. else. And I go, well, then why are we putting those same constraints on this? Yeah. It forces them to think about the funnel, right? Like you have to build awareness in order to kind of dribble down to ROI and then. Yeah. And the thing is, is like it's so complicated ROI. Like mm. 
what does having happy employees do for the return on investment of a company? I don't know. Like it's impossible to measure this thing. And it's pretty impossible on the marketing side. And I think, like you said, you just have to look at what is our reach? What is our engagement? What is our efforts there? And see if we can capitalize on maybe advertising or capitalize on sales going up and, and try to do something. Um, but at the same token, like it's very hard on TikTok because the minute that you do something that's too ads like, like buy this product, this is the USPs, it just fails, right? Yeah. So it's like you just really have to look at it as here's an interesting way of, of, of building awareness and then do it like that. Yeah. And I think where we had great or have had great success is using Spark ads on our organic content. So we created content for TikTok, posted mm. it. We can see how the video is doing organically, and then we choose to, they call it spark ads on TikTok, but it's basically boosting the post, right? And you can optimize for a specific goal, and then it's easier to measure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay, let's tap into that. What makes content great on TikTok, both for organic and paid? Because you're talking a little bit about paid now, and then actually bridging that from the organic content. I think as like I've said before, is creating content for the community rather than being like, oh, we need to have the product in here. We need to talk about price here. Let's do this offer. Like all your USPs and everything, people don't really care about them. You need to create something that actually entertains them. Yeah. And what we do is we actually often look into human insights. So when we have found what sound that makes sense, we're thinking, okay, what human insight could we use on this specific sound within the industry of the specific brand? Like what would they find relatable? And that's often how we create videos. Of course, a lot of it will also be more educational content. Um, and some of it would, will be like purely entertainment. And I think again, with the educational content, you just have to find a format that works for TikTok Again, rather than a person sitting saying, this mascara is really good and right now it's on 10%, mm -hmm. then show them something useful, like yeah. how to use it or yeah. whatever it may be. Remind uh, me, don't you have a famous quote? What do you say? <laughs> it's TikTok's own quote, but it yeah. is, don't make ads, make TikToks. And the thing is, I do, a lot of brands, when they want to test out TikTok at first, they We'll probably do it through ads. Um, you don't yeah, need an true. account to do TikTok ads. You yeah. can just test it out. And then they're like, well, we have these uh, videos from Instagram or Facebook. Let's just post them. Yeah, it doesn't work. It, like in most cases, it won't work because it's way too commercial. It's like a high quality shot of some jewelry or whatever it may be. And it's like, get 20% off right now with this discount code. But it doesn't entertain people. It doesn't give them, like people are just gonna scroll past it right away. You need to create something for TikTok specifically when you wanna create ads as well. Have you ever bought anything from a TikTok ad? Or not even an ad, but like a piece of content that you saw and you're like, oh, I'd like that product. Uh, not an ad, but I've bought stuff because it's been trending or yeah. something like that. Um, tried out food, for example, nice when the you. salmon rice ball came out. Yeah. There was a specific mayonnaise you had to use for the salmon rice bowl. I went down to the Asian market and bought it, and it was like 70 Danish kroner oh for God. the mayo. 
Damn. But I bought it because I was like, that's what Emily uses. So yeah. I need that one as well. <laughs> need this one. Yeah. That's super funny. Yeah. Did you buy anything on TikTok? Uh, no, I don't think so. She's lying. Really? Yeah. You just don't what know. What did it. I buy? A lot of stuff. I'm, I'm actually not buying that much. At you the probably moment. visit restaurants and stuff like that you've seen on TikTok. I don't actually. Because <gasps> I've been there before when they are on TikTok. Sorry. Ooh. Sorry to say, guys. She's, but I mean, trendsetter. she's first. No, yeah. but she's a successful trendsetter. TikTok is second. I mean, is first. you can scroll down. I'm a such a boomer, right? Because millennial, because I use Instagram. But I bet you that these trending restaurants, they have been on my feed already if they are on TikTok. Listen to this. I love it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, interesting. Yeah, I think I've bought th thousands of things. Like I literally, my Amazon, my, honestly, my Amazon cart is just full of stuff that I've seen on TikTok. Where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just get one of those. The other day, I was looking at like a lot of chefs on TikTok. I'm probably on all social platforms. They use these like kitchen scrapers, you know, so they cut something with a knife. We don't then, have the same for you, Paige. No, <laughs> but then they use like they use like a piece of metal with a handle on it to scrape a lot of stuff up and put it into like a pan or put it in somewhere and like yeah. I was like oh, I'm gonna get me a kitchen scraper <laughs> so easily influenced <laughs> yeah listen like this is this is what makes me good at my job I because love I would I love products like yeah. I love being able to try stuff out and be like is that any good is this any good so, yeah I did I bought a dream room because I saw it on TikTok. Wow. Yeah. A dream what a dream room like these kind of uh, 360 degree lights that you can mm. the projector that will project kind of star really? light kind of okay. yeah nice. i love that yeah they did heavy commercialing yeah. on tiktok did yeah. they yeah. okay i didn't miss and that. i was even i, I was like there. should i get it yeah, yeah. maybe maybe <laughs> you could borrow this i bought it i love it yeah. okay i'll get one thanks you for should. The i think i think quincy or zoe would love that actually i ah, kind of done up their room pretty nice like they got, they got <laughs> some weird shit they got yeah some... quincy has led lights yeah, right? yeah, yeah. there's leds That's so everywhere TikTok. In my because house. you saw it on tiktok no oh. i think i saw it on youtube mostly oh, there's okay. a lot of you know youtube you know, shorts no <laughs> <laughs> youtube longs <laughs> is where i saw it actually <laughs> i'm not a youtube shorts guy i'm a youtube longs guy okay it's a difference yeah of course there is huge difference yeah, yeah. They should start calling it longs. YouTube longs. <laughs> I love my own joke. Sorry, guys. It's so you Check out this is guy. a YouTube long, is yeah. what this is. <laughs> this video right here is a YouTube long. Can you guys share some uh, specific good examples on top of your mind? I don't know if, or, or bad even. I don't know. Like, we just don't want to, you know, brand out any brand, but I'm, doing a good like job. great content. What, what can great content look like? Oh, well, I mean, if like, you say this, then we can if you see it on YouTube, we will pull up some great examples for you in our edit. Yeah, I mean, like like you mentioned Duolingo, I think they're mm -hmm. doing great. Uh, Ryanair is doing great. Uh, I've been following even who else am I following? I follow a lot of like younger brands, like brands that are just um, I would say startup. Yeah, like startups. I think I, I spent a lot of time like with those kind of brands because they typically have better content because they're not sort of mm. conservative. Yeah. They're not yeah. sort of going after, um, they're going after certain things, right? So I think uh, I've also Subway I've followed, mm -hmm. uh, Hummel, one of our clients I'm following, obviously Olaplex is one of our clients that we're following, that I'm following, um, Meta's. <laughs> <laughs> These guys have got great content. Copenhagen Grooming actually, shout out to them. Okay. I think they're doing a great yeah. job. Uh, Scalp Micro USA. Doing a great job. The dad. The but dad. that's like, you know, the dad that's like, 
yeah, there's a lot of media brands that I follow mm. because media brands are obviously doing some interesting things um, yeah. Yeah. here and there. But there's a lot of, yeah, I follow a lot of different things. WWF, uh, they're doing great content. Mm. I mean, there's tons of... Uh, Anything on your mind, Melina? Yeah. Maybe that's a different segment than what Chris is mentioning. I mean, a lot of the bigger American brands who gets to play a lot with TikTok, as you mentioned already, some of them. Also, I think actually the Washington Post has found yeah, a great found way, a cool of way of doing, it. doing mm. original yeah. content, but still being informative. Yeah. Um, They've done a good job. You're yeah. right. I really like that one where they did about Facebook, where it was like, it was Facebook was using this conservative think tank sort of PR agency group that was like to actually to to kind of put bad news out about TikTok. Mm. Did you see this? No. Okay, and then the Washington <laughs> Post did like a little skit like Facebook, someone was like pretending to be Facebook going to this conservative think tank PR group being like, hey, can you uh, do something about this TikTok company that's, uh, <laughs> you know, seems to be doing well? And they're like, yeah, we're right on it. And then like yeah. that guy goes around the office to all these other people and it's like, did you hear that uh, there's a TikTok trend where kids are mean to their teachers. Yeah, that started and that's a thing. <laughs> and then he's going to the next <laughs> one. It's like, he's like, basically, do you know rumors. that it's owned by a Chinese company that's stealing all of our data? Yeah. And it's like, he's going, yeah, basically yeah. spreading rumors, right? Mm, yeah. um, sorry, is that mm. too much of an explanation? No, I think that's We can fine. put in the video. Yeah. Okay. We'll cut your explanation, <laughs> just put in the video. <laughs> also, uh, Innocent Drinks Island is some, like it's a brand we've been looking at as well because they found an interesting version of being like, oh, my boss told me to do TikTok. My boss is going to fire me. Like they have had that kind of angle on TikTok, mm-hmm. um, which is very sarcastic. And I think that's also been working really well. And in Denmark, one of the new ones, um, Krifa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, they yeah. They've been blowing up. But that's a lot of paid ads on that. But still. Yeah. And they there so there is a lawyer called Eric on TikTok. She basically kind yeah. of created the concept that they're using. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where did you learn this from? I learned this from Erica. Yeah. 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 I follow Erica. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they're like, I follow Krefa. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it's a concept that works and it's informative. Um yeah. so I think they're also but that goes back to your point about like you have to find that internal idea that TikTok people will understand because it's a nod to the idea it's a homage to the idea yeah an homage so like you got to find those things i think you're right can can brands then expect to be just go viral as much as creators do i know this is something you're (laughs) also passionate about melina going viral is easy if you create good content Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i mean it doesn't matter whether you're a brand or a personal creator it comes down to the content. Yeah. And yeah. you can have 100 followers and go viral. You can have 100,000 followers and only gain a couple thousand views. Mm. It's not times. like Instagram where your following very much determines your reach. Yeah. Mm. TikTok is completely differently. And that's also why when we work with influencers, of course, we look at their followers, but performance, average video views, all of that is way more important. Because if they don't create good content, uh, they can have a lot of videos with low views, but then they grow because they mm. create a lot of content. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I think everyone's got that's what's interesting about it, is that there's all these 
opportunities to go viral, whereas you don't really see that on other platforms. I haven't heard someone be like, come to me today and be like, I went viral on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I went viral on YouTube. No, it just doesn't happen the same way. Like it is very, and also you're just consuming way more content on TikTok, right? Like they're 15 seconds, 30 seconds, some are more than that, some are a minute, three minute, and they're gonna go to 10 minutes, but it's still like, it is a platform built for uh, exposure. You're put right into the for you page. You're put right. You're put into a external like a feed that is like algorithmically designed for you. You're not put into the news feed like you are with Facebook, where you're just seeing your friends and family. You're not put into your news feed like you are with Instagram, which is basically your friends and family or your whoever you're following. Right. So it's a totally different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then what should brands then measure their make? Sorry, what metrics should brands then measure their content success on? Well, what we mostly look at is definitely video views. Yeah. Um, but of course, engagement also has an importance. What I do see is likes, comments, and shares is not what's going to make your video go viral. Mm. It's view time. So TikTok evaluates the video on how long time or how many times are people actually watching the videos mm-hmm. so you need to create content that engages and, and actually yeah. sustains their and i can see like with some videos we maybe have the same amount of likes and comments but one of the videos has a hundred thousand views the other has fifty thousand um and that's due to view time so we do get more views when we create content that people actually watches mm. for a longer time um so we do look a lot of on that yeah um, but still engagement rate as well because do people actually like the content yeah. we create and do they engage with it? Yeah, and usually you would say like that is is anal- analogous to better watch time because they're typically, you know, they're obviously seeing something that they are interested in and they want to comment on. So they're usually getting through the video or getting partway through the video yeah. to actually make a comment. So those kind of are connected in some ways. Yeah, okay. Yeah. An important thing is also because we do with our clients, we do monthly reporting. Mm. Um, but within TikTok, the analytical program that's in TikTok, when you set, for example, from the 1st of March to the 31st of March, it's also going to analyze the videos you posted the previously 90 days, like how many views and likes and shares. Aggregate of all have, your content. Yeah, ha- yeah. How much have they generated through that specific period? Yeah. And that's because videos, they live up to 90 days. So I've experienced that we've posted a video and maybe it got a couple hundred thousand views, but Mm -hmm. then suddenly after a month, it got 4 million views. So you never know when your content goes viral um, because, and that's also different from other platforms where you post and then the next day, the post is maybe dead. Yeah, absolutely. Good to know. Then uh, let's, wrap up here with the last question I have, which is what's then the future outlook for TikTok in your guys' opinion with all these new features and expectations they're implement, new features they're implementing and then also all this eyes on TikTok kind of outlook the world and brands have. It's hard to say, but I think I worry a little bit about if they go down the same path as other platforms have done. Mm. Like if they decide to start capping the reach they start to think about, okay, how can we monetize this more? How do we make more money off of ad sales and things like that? Like they will basically kill the platform if they start going in that direction. And I think 
the other thing that that could be detrimental to them is is being is allowing brands to be boring i guess like if they mm-hmm. if they do like a lot like and that's easy to do they just give reach and, and sort of stuff to to brands that that want to pay right so if you if you kind of allow those things like allow people to make ads and not make tiktoks um you won't sort of survive yeah. so i think that's what's happening um they're trying to safeguard that a lot which i really respect and i think that's great uh technically i think they will um probably dethrone some other platforms i think that facebook is going through a shakeup, mm. um and i think that that scares the hell out of them mm. um but i do think you know doing a successful job of keeping the platform young as long as they can that has to happen uh, yeah. So really separating out sort of the content and making sure that your algorithm is way different than mine. And that's, they've been successful at that, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So I think that's what's uh, what's up. I'm also wondering about how long the videos are going to be because now you can mm. create videos up to 10 minutes long. Yeah. yeah. But that kind of contradicts the whole part of, as I said in the beginning, it's so easy for people to create content at home, just putting up the phone, recording yeah. a fifteen-second video. But a ten-sec or a ten-minute video is a completely different setup. That's yeah. a long YouTube video, right? Yeah. Um, and so you've got to be good at sustaining attention. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's a tough one, but I think they'll fi- you'll find that people just don't create those exactly. Um, and if they do, they find out very quickly this is not working. Yeah. So they need to cap it, right? But then probably live going live and live shopping i think is gonna grow a lot yep. i totally agree with you live shopping is key to the future for a lot of platforms yeah. but yeah. tiktok especially um so yeah okay guys so thank you so much for sharing and let me just summarize uh because we promise our listeners and viewers that they will get your expert expert tips on how to make con- great content for tiktok that fits your brand right so What's so special about TikTok as a platform is that it's it's authentic and the platform kind of creates this kind of templated almost form for creativity that's convenient to start content creation. Totally agree. And then what makes content successful on TikTok is multiple things, which is research and note the trending sounds, start there in the app to find out what's trending and then ideate based on that piece of trend, sound, content, and then create community first content look at human insights and what you can use from your industry and audience turn excuses to opportunities be creative and original about your content find your voice and that angle to be interesting with you within your community and then we also have a tip for conservative brands is to be original informative create visuals Uh, it doesn't have to be humoristic or present uh, and entertaining or distorted information it can just be relatable to the people that you're creating the content for and lastly don't use your existing polished content on tiktok and see just what how it performs but create tiktok first pieces of content so by trying to do this as a brand you can then measure hopefully your success in view time as that's a very important metrics to measure your content success on the platform so wow yeah, that was you impressive. Guys, you guys were really right, right, right. <laughs> you, yeah, you guys were were really wise, actually. 
Once again, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You you guys are great. I expect everyone to go viral on yes, TikTok. Yes, exactly. Surprising so here we have it, guys. TikTok for business, the do's and don'ts, and then the advice for brands who want to explore TikTok. Subscribe, leave your thoughts, your feedback, your likes and dislikes with us, and then stay tuned for the next one. Adios. Bye. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast.